0: number of past
1: recipients who are um, in attendance this evening. And if I could embarrass you all and ask you to stand so that we could recognize you, Um, Richard Anthony, past winner, the Alumni Medallion. Great. (laughs) Father Jack Deegan. Mm -hmm. And is Dr. Chauncey Ford here? Not yet. He's coming from Washington, and we were concerned about traffic. Um, Mr. Theodore Freeman, Jr. Dr. Patrick Nolan. Father Sean Tracy. and Frances Sweeney. We also have several past recipients of the Graduate Medallion, which was formerly called the Founders Award. Um, Dr. Joseph Kinney. And Dr. Adele Lindemeyer. She's not gonna stand. Dr. Craig Wheland, <laughs> as well as our university president, Father Peter Donahue. Wow. And I'd like to invite Father Donahue to the stage to make some remarks.
2: Thank you very much, Dean Linney. It is my pleasure to welcome all of you here to Villanova. Uh, This is actually the start of homecoming weekend, so it is an opportunity for us to welcome back all kinds of alumni uh, this weekend to celebrate not only their time here at Villanova University, but also what they have been able to accomplish since their time at Villanova. And it's always a, a great weekend for us to Um, celebrate their achievements and what they have done and as you walk around Sheehan Lawn on Saturday you you hear the question over and over again what are you doing now what are you doing now what are you doing now and people kind of are all a little hesitant about saying exactly what it is they're doing and all the things that they've accomplished but um, we know that Villanova University students have done a lot And tonight, um, as we celebrate the College of Liberal Arts and Sciences, we celebrate the achievement of some incredible people. Uh, People that have been able to move through life and accomplish a great deal, sometimes in more years, sometimes in shorter years. But each one of you has really lived the motto of Villanova University. And each of you in your own unique ways, from being a judge, advocate, justice person, um, to, uh, and I'm going to be a little more informal than Vice Admiral but Nan, um, for, for you really, it's more than just the Navy, but your life has really been dedicated to being a person of justice, a person that really has brought a great deal of freedom to other people as well as accountability to other people. And so, your life has really emulated in many ways Villanova's commitment to social justice, to our belief of really living out our mission to help and aid other people and to lift them up sometimes from the chains that bind them in one way or another. And, uh, Al, from corporation to homeland security to uh, the business commerce of the world, uh, and uh, finally to your presence here on the board of uh, the Alumni Association. Um, Your life has really been that, uh, what I like to associate with you is that whole kind of, uh, the the Cuban immigrant, the kind of the idea of somebody coming from another place and a family that came from another place and really made it well in the United States and and did so well in terms of coming to Villanova University and accomplished something in one way or another. But your life in terms of business, your life in terms of Homeland Security, your life um, has really been dedicated to very much building up community and something that Villanova believes very much in and that Villanova works to achieve in many different ways. So we give you thanks for living out that dream in your own life. And uh, Jennifer, where are you? There you are, back there. Um, a true scholar from uh, Villanova to, uh, to Fordham University. You took a little step down there, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> to Oxford, to all of the things that you have done with philosophy, but what impressed me the most about what I heard about your experience was that blending of philosophy and poetry and uh, really bringing together that thought and idea and that notion of heart and mind that we talk so much about here at Villanova. Um, You are more than just a philosopher. You are a teacher, you are an instructor, you are a mentor, uh, you are a poet. And you have found a way to capture that Augustinian spirit of knowing the heart and living it out through the mind. Uh, So we thank you for that attribute of Villanova that you have given to other people as well. And I I have the great pleasure of actually personally knowing Ivan Lee. And um, I had a reception for him when he was the first recipient at Villanova of the Marshall Scholarship. So he was somebody that we celebrated here on this campus often. And uh, you are a young person with a passion for service, a young person for a passion with making things right for other people. And it is rare in this world today that you find somebody that is so dedicated not only to their own um, desires, but really that you are dedicated to the desires and the needs of others and really looking out into terms of your life and living that commitment of love of others. From your time in Haiti, to your time in Northern Ireland, to your time in, I think it was Arkansas, was it Arkansas, Um, to your time at Villanova, every place you have gone, you have touched the lives of somebody else because you care about them. And you wanna make sure that they live a life that is held up with dignity and pride And for a young graduate of Villanova, you certainly exemplify all the things that we believe in. We celebrate tonight the College of Liberal Arts and Sciences, a college that has been the foundation of Villanova from its very beginning. And tonight we celebrate four people that emulate the values of that college. And more importantly, emulate the values of Villanova University. So I thank each one of you for what you have done to transform in your lives and in the lives of others, what it means to be a Villanovan. Congratulations.
1: I'd like to invite uh, Assistant Dean Bob Blanchard to the podium. Um, Bob is uh, Assistant Dean for External Relations within the college.
3: At this time, I would like to invite Dr. Mark Glickio, Professor and Chair, Department of History, and Vice Admiral Nanette M. Dorenzi, United States Navy, Class of 1983, to the dais.
4: Vice Admiral Nanette De Renzi is the 42nd Judge Advocate General of the United States Navy. She also has the distinction of being the first woman to hold that office. Um, in case you missed the television show, the Judge Advocate General of the Navy provides uh, – which she assures me is not at all accurate, by the way uh, – of the Navy provides legal and policy advice to the Secretary of the Navy and the Chief of Naval Operations on all legal matters from military justice to environmental law. The Judge Advocate General also directs a worldwide law firm of more than uh, 2,300 attorneys, paralegals, and support staff. Vice Admiral uh, Derenzi was launched on her career after graduating uh, magna cum laude as a history major from Villanova University in 1983. She was commissioned through the JAG Corps student program, and in 1986, Graduated from Temple University School of Law. She later earned a Master of Laws de- uh, degree in environmental law from the George Washington University School of Law. She served from 2009 to 2012 as the Deputy Judge Advocate General of the Navy and Commander Navy Legal Service Command. In the latter office, she held the Judge Advocates. Uh, she led the Judge Advocates, enlisted legal men, and civilian employees of 17 commands worldwide, providing prosecution and defense services, legal assistance services uh, to individuals, and legal uh, support to shore and afloat commands. Admiral Dorenzi is admitted to practice for the courts of uh, the state of New Jersey and the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. She holds various decorations and awards, including the Navy Distinguished Service Medal and the Legion of Merit. Dean Linney, I am pleased to present Vice Admiral Nanette Dorenzi for the College of Liberal Arts and Sciences Alumni
5: Medal. Yeah.
6: Thank you so much, uh, Dr. Galicchio, and thank you, Dean Linney, Pre- uh, Father Donahue. Um, it's just wonderful uh, to be back at Villanova again. And when I walked into the Connolly Center today, it sort of felt like I never left, even though it's been quite a while. Um, you think about Villanova as a place where you value and teach academic excellence, but it's so much more than that. And people asked me, you know, when they found out that I was coming here for this, well, what does Villanova, you know, how has it helped you in the Navy, or what's the tie? And I said, well, That's so easy. Villanova is a place that cares about you as people. It develops you as a person, teaches you and enhances uh, your ethics, your moral courage. Uh, We in the Navy need to be people of integrity and character. We need to have moral courage to stand up and do what the nation needs us to do and stand up and do what's right. Villanova teaches you that. Um, But it also expects you to be part of something bigger than yourself. And the Navy certainly needs you to be that. Uh, We need to be dedicated to service, and that wasn't an unusual thing for me to do, uh, having come from Villanova. And you also put tremendous value in the larger community and giving back. And as someone who served in the military my entire adult life, that's what we're all about. Uh, We're here uh, to support all of you. And it's a tremendous honor and a privilege for me uh, to receive this award tonight. So thank you. Thank you very much.
3: At this time, I am pleased to invite Katrina messinger Urkel, class of 1986, president of the Villanova University Alumni Association, and Alfonso martinez Fonts, class of 1971, to the dais.
0: Good evening. As president of the Alumni Association, I would like to extend my congratulations to tonight's honorees on behalf of more than 111,000 living Villanova alumni worldwide. You are to be commended for your many achievements as well as for serving as ambassadors for the College of Liberal Arts and Sciences. I'm particularly honored to have been invited to participate in this ceremony by Dean Linney. Alfonso Martinez-Fons graduated from Villanova in 1971 with a degree in political science. As a student at Villanova, Al was a member of the Blue Key Society and the DTD fraternity. Following his graduation, Al received an MBA from Long Island University and would begin a 30-year career in the banking business with J.P. Morgan Chase and its predecessors. During his tenure with Chase, Al served in numerous positions around the world and retired in 2002 as the chairman and CEO of J.P. Morgan Chase Bank in El Paso, Texas. Following his retirement from the banking business, Al was appointed as the Assistant Secretary for the Private Sector Office at the Department of Homeland Security. In 2010, Al was named the Executive Vice President U.S. Forum for Policy and Innovation at the U.S. Chamber of Commerce in Washington, D.C. In his current role at the Chamber, Al oversees three not-for-profit foundations, the National Chamber Foundation, the Business Sector for Civic Leadership, and the Institute for a Competitive Workforce. Al has a long history of public service. He has previously served as a board member of ACCION International, a nonprofit organization that provides microloans to individuals in developing countries, chairman of the Greater San Antonio Chamber of Commerce, president of the American Chamber of Commerce in Mexico City, board member of the United Way of El Paso, and a board member of the University of Texas at El Paso development program. He currently serves as a member of the Villanova University Alumni Association Board of Directors. In 2006, he created the Martinez-Fanz Endowed Scholarship at Villanova University. I've gotten to know Al during our time serving together on the Alumni Association Board of Directors. Consistently, Al offers important insights mixed with a wonderful sense of humor. His love for his family and and for Villanova are very apparent. I am deeply honored to present Mr. Alfonso martinez Vance as a recipient of the 2012 College of Liberal Arts and Sciences Alumni Medallion.
7: Thank you, Katrina. I am really just incredibly humbled uh, to be up here. <clears throat> Father mentioned a little bit about my background. I'm a Cuban refugee, but I do have to admit, and this must be one of my children calling me. <coughs> it, is, it is my daughter, class of 2001, by the way. Um, you know, the, I've, I've heard the story told many times how the Augustinians started to help teach the, um, the, uh, the children of immigrant Irish families in this area and um, I have to make a confession my real name is Alfonso Martinez-Fonce O'Farrell and and that is is not a joke my mother's maiden name is O'Farrell they went to Cuba in 1723 but you know that's a long story behind that so that's why I came here to Villanova Um, I am um, I am really overwhelmed uh, by this honor I have to tell a very quick story Um, I graduated in 1971 some fairly tumultuous times going on At the time, in 1969, there had been, I'm going to call it sort of an uprising over tuition increases and all that. And one of the things that I remember seeing on the front page of the Villanovan is the fact that people pay tuition, parents, kids, however it is you finance it, and that only gets about 75% of the money that you need to get there. The university cannot operate without a lot of people doing a lot of things, mostly reaching into their pocket and helping the university make sure that they close that gap. It is from that time in 1969 that I started to think about the fact, what is it that I can do when I get out of here to help those people that are coming after me? And so for about 40 years, I have been trying to make up some of that gap, and I'm very proud to have done some of that. What a great education you get here at Villanova how well it prepares you for life, what a wonderful thing it is, and how we need to make sure that we make up that gap and can go out and continue to teach for many, many more generations to come. So thank you very much for this great honor. It's a pleasure to be here with you tonight.
3: At this time, I would like to invite Dr. Maria Toyota, Associate Dean for Interdisciplinary Studies and Global Initiatives and Associate Professor of Political Science, and Ivan Lee Norset, Class of 2008, to the dais.
8: Good evening, everyone. I'm honored and thrilled to present one of the most accomplished young leaders I've had the joy of knowing and teaching at Villanova or or anywhere else for that matter. When I first met Ivan, he was a senior in my political science capstone seminar. In getting to know him, I found out that he was an artist, a cultural and social entrepreneur, a poet and an organizer, and that he was proud of his heritage and proud of the accomplishments of his immigrant parents. Um, When he came to my office hours he wanted to chat about ideas and and the state of the world, Um, whereas my other students this, remember, is a senior seminar, would mostly come in panicked waves as graduation drew near, but not Ivan, you know, he was, at least on the surface, he appeared to be pretty chill about things. At the time, I think that his um, eclectic and diverse grounding allowed him to see well beyond the immediate goals and anxieties that um, our seniors typically face um, this time of year. And I'm not saying that he exactly knew where he was headed, but um, just that his horizons seemed um, further afield than those of my other students. So I'm not going to say much um, that's already in the program biography, you can read that for yourselves, but, um, but um, reading it, you'll notice that it makes Ivan seem like an exceptionally um, driven overachiever. And his parents should be a little bit pleased that he is somewhat approaching the high standards and expectations that they set for him. But the kind of praise that you'll see in the program, I think, risks overlooking Ivan's real contributions, um, both to date and and those contributions that I'm sure are awaiting us in the future. And these don't always come with fancy fellowships and and grants attached to them. Um, The senior seminar that he took with me was on poverty, economic growth, and development aid. And I think he probably thought that my course was going to be a good fit with his interests in social justice and and development. And he was probably dismayed by my skepticism and doubts about whether or not development assistance was on balance a a good thing. But I'm happy to say that he changed my mind about this. Um, Not that I still don't have some doubts, but Ivan's personal example as a passionate practitioner of development and humanitarian aid gives me hope. Um, he's a reminder to all of us and and um, you know to put it in the words of Dr. Seuss that unless someone like you cares a whole awful lot, nothing is going to get better. It is not. But Ivan, I know you care and I know you will make things better. So Dean Linney, I am pleased to present Ivan Lee Noisette, class of 2008, for the College of Liberal Arts and Sciences Young Alumni Medallion.
5: Good evening. Thank you to all the faculty, staff, Father Peter, and Dr. Toyota for the very kind introduction. Um, it's a tremendous honor and I'm very thankful for it. I just wanted to start with a quote from W.E.B. Du Bois. He once said that the function of a university is not simply to teach breadwinning or to furnish teachers for public schools or to be a center of polite society. It is above all to be an organ of that fine adjustment between real life and the growing knowledge of life. an adjustment from which forms the secret of civilization. And I find this quote particularly relevant today because we live in a time when our institutions here at home in the United States are in need of reform. In the private sector, in the public sector, and the NGO sector, um, our civic life, most of our institutions in general need reform. We need fresh ideas, we need more engagement. Um, institutions in the developing world, they are being formed at this time. So they don't have the long history that some of us in the West have, in the way we traditionally understand our governance. And since they've adopted our ways of life, adopted our ways of life, they're being formed now. But when they form, we need to keep in mind that they also have their own ways of life and wisdom to impart, not just to their societies, but to all societies. So these are serious, pivotal times. And these times require people with critical thinking skills and ability to connect the dots and to know why they're doing what they're doing, not just to be a practitioner, but to be a practitioner with a conscience and someone who understands the consequences of his or her own work. So essentially I'm saying that we can pursue lives of success, but a success that provides holistic fulfillment and that doesn't come at the expense of other people's lives, livelihoods, or the environment that we cherish and that our children and grandchildren also need to live in. So these times require truth, unity, and love. Veritas, unitas, and caritas. I'm sure that mantra sounds familiar to just a few of you. So when I used to be a student here, Villanova had a mantra, transforming minds. It was on so many of the brochures and the literature of the university. And I think this is the mission of Villanova. It's not just teaching you what to think, but how to think. And it's not just what's in it for me, but how I can inspire another, empower someone else, and uplift those around me at the same time as I progress. Albert Einstein once said that problems cannot be solved at the same level of thinking that created them. And this is true, it needs critical thinking because often many of the problems that we encounter, they weren't created with critical thinking. So transforming minds and hearts and preparing students to elevate their level of thinking for whatever organization they're a part of, whatever initiative that they take on, to me that's the critical work of Villanova and it's building a bright future. So I'm thankful to have been a student here to build a brighter future with all of you. Directly or indirectly, I'm sure we'll all work together toward a brighter future tomorrow. And I'll end with this quote from Robert F. Kennedy. He once said that it is from numberless, diverse acts of courage and belief that human history is shaped. Each time a man stands up for an ideal or acts to improve the lot of others and strikes out against injustice, he sends forth a tiny ripple of hope and crossing each other from a million different centers of energy and daring those ripples to build a current which can sweep down the mightiest walls of oppression and resistance. Again, thank you, I'm tremendously honored.
3: Formerly known as the Founders Award, the Graduate Alumni Medallion is presented annually to an alumnus or alumna of the Graduate Studies Program of the College of Liberal Arts and Sciences who has demonstrated excellence in their fields and commitment to Villanova ideals. At this time, I am honored to invite Dr. Adele Lindemeyer, Dean of Graduate Studies and Professor, Department of History, Father James McCartney, Associate Professor and Director of Doctoral Studies in Philosophy, and Dr. Jennifer Gossette-Ferenczi, to the dais at this time.
9: Good evening, everyone. I'm honored to represent the Department of Philosophy here tonight uh, to confer this medallion on one of our illustrious students, Jennifer, is the first student to got her PhD in our department in 1989. Uh, her uh, doctoral director, Dr. Jack Caputo, who was formerly the Cook uh, Chair in Philosophy here and an emeritus professor. Uh, was her director and uh, actually was her predecessor in uh, receiving the graduate medallion. He wasn't mentioned, but I should mention him now because he wasn't lying because he brought the medallion with him tonight. (laughs) And uh, um, Jennifer not only was mentored by Jack, uh, she follows in his tradition. Jack has a reputation of being an internationally acclaimed author and uh, generally writes about a book a year now that he's retired. Jennifer writes about a book a year too, as you'll see in a second, but uh, she has really accomplished a great deal since she has left Villanova. Dr. Jennifer Gossetti-Ferenczi is professor of philosophy at Fordham University in New York City and a research associate for the Belzong Project of Literature as an Object of Knowledge at St. John's College, University of Oxford in the UK. She graduated from the Honors Tutorial College at Ohio University with a Bachelor of Arts Summa Cum Laude in Philosophy with a minor in English in 1993. She received her Master of Arts in Philosophy in 1995 and was the first to receive the PhD in Philosophy from Villanova University in 1999. Dr. Gossetti-Ferenze also earned a Master of Fine Arts in Poetry from Columbia University a Master of Studies with distinction in European-German literature from St. Catherine's College and a Doctor of Philosophy in Modern Languages and Literature from St. John's College, both at the University of Oxford, UK. Her interests include 19th and 20th century continental philosophy, philosophy of literature, and aesthetics, in addition to many articles on these topics, she's got about 25, both articles and book reviews at this point, over 25. um, Include, uh, in addition to her many articles, her her book publications include Exotic Spaces in German Modernism, published by Oxford University Press, The Ecstatic Quotidian, Phenomenological Sightings in Modern Art and Literature, The uh, Pennsylvania State University Press, Heidegger Herdlein and the Subject of Poetic Language, Fordham University Press, and a translation with Matthias Fritsch, also a graduate student, a PhD, uh, from our department, of Heidegger's Phenomenology of Religious Life, Indiana University Press. She's also published a book of poetry after the palace burns, um, Zoo, Zoo Press in 2003, which won the Paris Review Prize in Poetry. Among her many notable awards and achievements, Jennifer has earned the Fordham University Undergraduate Teaching Award for the Arts and Humanities, American Library Association Outstanding Academ- Academic Title Choice Award for Ecstatic Quotidian, I've been named a Clarendon Scholar at Oxford, along with the Don- John Titch Award for Excellence in Philosophy here at Villanova. Lindenmeyer, I'm pleased to present Dr. Jennifer Gossetti Firenze for the College of Liberal Arts and Science Graduate Alumni Medallion. Thank Thank
10: Thank you so much. McCartney and thank all of you for coming and to the administration as well for hosting this wonderful event um, it's wonderful to be here and uh, to see some old friends to um, meet new friends and uh, to be honored in the company of such um, illustrious successes um, among these other alumni from Villanova it's really it's really pretty humbling to follow their careers and uh, and inspirations um, Since my time at Villanova I've been able to travel to many wonderful places and I've been able to work at many wonderful institutions both as a student and um, as a lecturer or as a professor. Um, And essentially since I've left Villanova I've been able to live through many of the goals and hopes I nurtured when I was here. Looking back on my time here I see how well I was prepared for all of that I think through uh, philosophical questions with a sense of their historical richness, in large part because of what I learned here. I was able to sharpen my capacity to pose critical and new questions and to be unafraid of uh, posing questions that might be uncomfortable for established points of view. And I was able to establish my own voice as a writer, and As a philosopher and as a scholar, I recall some wonderful lectures, not least by Professor Caputo, who is here. I recall some rigorous examinations, um, which prepared me for a lot. Um, and I recall probably a few too many beautiful sunsets from the windows of various halls, <laughs> as I was gazing out after you know an hour and a half of, of, uh, of a graduate lecture, and there was about a half an hour to go, and I was. Just noticing the beauty of the surroundings. <laughs> I also had here my first experiences of teaching with its special demands of clarity, fortitude, and empathy. Um, I hope the current generations of student, current generations of Villanova students and the future generations of Villanova students will be able to appreciate the beauty of this environment and particularly to recognize the privilege of being able to be part of a community devoted to the life of the mind, to the life of the heart, and to service for others. So I, I congratulate Villanova for being part of that world in which we nurture achievements of the human spirit. Thanks so much.
3: It is now my distinct privilege to invite Gary Olson, Associate Vice President for Alumni Relations, to the podium for some remarks. And if I may, while Gary is making his way, can we offer all of our recipients another round of applause.
11: Thank you very much. Before we uh, conclude our evening, just like to take a moment uh, for a little housekeeping. Uh, first and foremost, uh, let's give a, a great thank you uh, to the wonderful uh, dining and wait staff here at the Connolly Center. Year after year, they go out of their way to make this a wonderful event. I'd also like to, to recognize uh, some of the behind the scenes players that go into making an event like this successful. Uh, From our University Communication Office, Helen Major and Emily Spitali, who did all the work to create the wonderful publications that we have here this evening. Uh, From the College of Liberal Arts and Sciences, Diane Brokey and Bob Blanchard for their work behind the scenes, and also Pat Gillen from the Alumni Relations Office. Again these are the folks that made tonight happen, so a nice round of applause for them. And even even though they're back to join us again, one of my all-time favorite groups of students at Villanova, uh, the Spires, who are going to help us close out. Gentlemen, thank you again for being with us. As Father mentioned, this is homecoming weekend. There's a tremendous amount of activity Uh, that's occurring uh, throughout the next few days. Our Alumni Association Volunteer Leaders Conference is tomorrow throughout the day. Uh, The President's Club reception is tomorrow evening. Hoops Mania kicks off the official start of basketball season. Uh, We have a Young Alumni Pub Night in Maniunk, which for some reason I didn't get invited to. Um, Our homecoming festival out on Sheehan and Austin Fields uh, begins at noon on Saturday. And, of course, our nationally ranked Villanova football team will take on Towson at 3.30. Uh, and we also have a wonderful program, and I know some of the attendees are here tonight on Saturday evening, which is the Back in Black program, which is a celebration of the African-American experience at Villanova. And that will be right here in the Connolly Center uh, at 7 p.m. And, and I want to thank Father for saying prayers. Hurricane Sandy doesn't arrive till Sunday when pretty much all this is over. So we're, we're very grateful, Father, for your good work there. As a graduate of the College of Liberal Arts and Sciences, I'm always very honored and humbled to be asked to, uh, to offer some remarks to close the program out. And uh, this is that proverbial tough act to follow when you listen to the four honorees that we had tonight. Uh, I, I think that as a member of, of Al and Nan's generation, I'm, I'm very proud that the ideals that we uh, nurtured in the 60s and 70s that we're still true to today and I think we've made an impact on, on the world. But When I listen to Jennifer and Ivan, it gives me this wonderful feeling of hope and optimism for the future, that these are the leaders that will take on uh, the fulfillment of those ideals and, and it makes me, it makes my heart warm that, that Villanova has played a part in nurturing those young people. Uh, The great world leader Nelson Mandela once said that education is the most powerful weapon which we can use to change the world. And at a time in our country when education is is attacked and I think unfairly in so many different ways, I think we need to refocus our efforts to understand and affirm that solid educational systems uh, benefit the common good. It's not just about us achieving for ourselves, it's us achieving for the benefit of others. And in order to do that, in order to nurture the Owls and the Nans and the Ivans and the Jennifers, we need a solid and sound and progressive educational systems. If we don't have them, we can't expect these things to be accomplished. So I hope we all leave tonight with that sense of recommitment to the importance of education, not only for the future of our country, but for the future of our world. So I thank you for being here. At this time, I'd like to ask Father Sean Tracy to come forward to deliver our benediction, and then we will follow with the singing of the alma mater by our uh, Villanova spires. Father?
12: Well, I could not help but, <clears throat> but notice uh, Three, uh, twice, the, uh, the three basic principles that have so much to do with this university, unitas, caritas, and I used to say qualitas back in the days. <laughs> <laughs> the three principles, unitas, caritas, veritas, which are right, right here. Father uh, Joe Loya started his invocation with that and Ivan mentioned it as well. The UNITAS uh, is found in that word community, which is what we have right here tonight, but also we belong to a community, a world community, a global community, a community that we have been educated for, to serve, community from which we have come to enter into our education. The VERITAS, the truth, We live in a world and especially in a time of political challenge where you're not really sure where the truth is, the commercials are all suspect. And uh, I think we all probably have a little bit of doubt in our minds no matter what anybody says about anything, you're not really sure that there is full truth there. And we remember that Jesus said the truth will make you free and there's something about truth in stories and we've heard stories here tonight. Stories of people's lives, young people, developing, unfolding, going off to serve. There's lots of truth in stories and we share them and we have share them at these tables. So there's something about this Villanova experience that has to do with the caritas, which in my understanding of the word, the best translation is caring. Caritas, caring. Love, yes, caring for others. Caring about our world, caring about truth, caring about who we are and how we present ourselves, what kind of integrity we have. These are principles. Unitas, Veritas, Caritas, they're spiritual principles. You cannot put them in your wallet. You can't really put them on your resume, but you can put them in your heart, you know. And so they become part of a better life, a better life for the world in which we live, a better life for the community in which we find ourselves, for our families, for our neighborhoods, for our country. There's something about those principles that have to do with the art and the science of life. And they're sacred and they're beautiful and they're in our tradition and they're in our gathering and they're in our world as well. And so with all of that, let us just say a word of prayer, which is basically, Lord, may we be true to our principles. May we be fed by these principles in such a way as to be nourished for justice, nourished for community, nourished for peace, nourished for truth. And in this great tradition that we have shared in, may it continue and flower and expand through our presence in our world. And may we find the presence of the Creator in the midst of the creation, flowering with beauty and truth and justice. And we make this prayer through Christ our Lord and now perhaps we could stand and sing together
13: <laughs> when the tw- D.
11: very much to our spires. Thank you all for being here. Have a safe evening. Drive safely and enjoy homecoming. Thank you.